0: Oh, what a right, night, cool. what a night,
1: what a night, what a night, how y'all doing, <laughs> how y'all doing Alec how you doing
0: Great, we're all great i feeling good Feeling good, feeling great, feel good to be back mm, Feel good to be alive Despite all the circumstances, I know. last night aside, I think I think it's safe to say it's been a pretty you know up and down year.
1: It has, it has <laughs> for, for for everything. A lot of shit has happened. A lot of shit has happened since we last recorded. Yeah, um, real quick, welcome back everyone, um, Boston bro show. Um, Check is here. Jeremy's here. Alec is here. I'm um, ready to you know bring you podcast goodness. And um, (laughs) I I have to put this disclaimer out before we start recording. Mm -hmm. Um, No... We will. this is a sports podcast mm-hmm. and I know how y'all feel about when black men get, get in a room with mics in front of each other. I know it's been a very hot topic as of late <laughs> and there will be no disparaging of women especially, on this podcast, especially, especially black, black women, women especially, especially black, black women. women. Um, um, that'll yeah. never happen. This is a primarily sports and some other shit podcast. We do not do none of that shit. Please <laughs> do not send the fucking, the Bay hive or whatever (laughs) mobilized feminist unit to come and take our mics away with the most Um, of due respect with the yes with the most respect with the most, the most respect. respect to all of those most groups respect. i just feel like right now they might be the most mobilized group so those are. that's who i'm re- i'm really are. respecting yes. um this is episode who knows it doesn't matter we're back um yeah. and we just came off of the like the wildest motherfucking nfl playoff weekend i've ever oh. i've ever experienced three out of the four games four out of the four games yeah. ended regulation with a kick to either win the game or tie the game. You know what I mean? We, though like every game got better and better, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, like Jeremy said, to start off the show, like things have been up and down this month, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of things has happened, but I feel like we're coming back at
0: just the right time. It's, 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 it's interesting. Last night, first and foremost, I'm pretty sure that was probably the best playoff football game I ever watched in my life. Mm -hmm. In terms of, so many different elements, right? Number one, shout out to shout out to Josh Allen because he's running our division now for the next it's decade. It's It's a wrap. Bare minimum, Bill. You got to figure it out. It's a wrap. Because because if this kid uh, Michael Jones is not it, we yeah. need to find the guy that's going to be here for us. Yes. Straight it up. Because it, it, it's, it's mm. it was crazy last night. I mean to see him go go going up against Mahomes. We already know who Mahomes is. Mm-hmm. You know we, we know what he can do, and he and he did it last night. Shout out to him and the Chiefs for getting it done with their right. fake Ron out there. But all due <laughs> respect to Mr. Kelsey. Kelsey. Hope I yep. pronounced that right. Mm-hmm. But you know even he had an amazing game. Amazing game Mahomes. I mean, hell, peace. Uh I mean, it it, it was a crazy game. And um, I don't know, it's – the biggest takeaway for me at the end of the day is looking at it just from, you know, being a Patriots fan. Like, okay, Josh Allen and the Bills are for real now. Yeah. They are for real. Yeah. And we need to figure out what we're going to do to go up against this team now because they're going to be the best team in our division – Period. Period. You know, just off of him alone, as far as I'm concerned, because what we saw him do in a loss. Yeah. You know, and that. Uh,
1: and, and and that's the thing. And that's the
0: thing about me.
1: Like this. This entire this weekend, right? The four teams that lost um, were the Buccaneers, the Bills, the Packers, and who else? I'm forgetting. I love you, Tom. The, who's who's it's other? All right, it's all right, Dawg. See you next who, year. you Titans. ain't going out like the this. Titans, right? The Titans. This is to me this weekend. Told the story and added to the lore of all the quarterbacks. I learned something from all the quarterbacks that lost this weekend. Mm. You know what I mean? From Ryan Tannehill, I learned that you ain't that guy. No. You're not that guy. Not. not that I learned. It's yeah. cemented. Can yeah. we stop doing this? Yeah. Ryan Tannehill is not that guy. Yeah. I learned from Aaron Rodgers that he is like... He's exactly who I thought he was, yeah. he's exactly who I thought he was, yeah. an overhyped, really talented quarterback. But at the end of the day, he won one Super Bowl 10, 11 years ago, and he's been resting on that on that shit his entire career. They, you know what I mean, Like he's been Teflon. Mm-hmm. Off of that one Super Bowl Because he won it For the Packers You know what I mean And all this other shit Which I did I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers I'm not even gonna get into The whole anti-vax Fucking um,
0: Throw how many, Rogan How many Super Bowls um, Did uh, far win for them One So they each only one. won one He only Yeah Um only one, one, and um, they're pretty much the same guy.
1: Yeah. So, in in like in somebody put up the stat like, yo, for the past forty years, the 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 Green Bay Packers, like for the almost forty years, the Green Bay Packers have had, oh no, thirty years, the Green Bay Packers have had, uh. A Hall of Fame all-time quarterback under center for almost 30 years. I think over 30 years yeah. now. Or probably almost 30 years. Yeah. And they were able to get two Super Bowls out of it. You know what I mean? But it's a team game, whatever.
0: Gives you no per- what I- gives you a brand new perspective on that word goat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. For the for the people that still believe that there was some race going on. Yeah. Um what it taught to me about about Josh Allen was exactly what you just said this dude it's over for our division Mm. it's a wrap you gotta go if you wanna win this division if the Patriots are serious you have to go through Buffalo Mm. and that kid he's got it Mm -hmm. whatever it is he's got it you know what I mean and what I learned about Tom is officially Tom Brady is the fucking devil he's the (laughs) devil he's the devil himself He's the fucking devil. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching, tracking that game. I'm tracking it. I'm not watching the game. I see how this is going, and we all know it. We all mm, feel it. Mm,
0: Every, the whole shame, world feels shame it. Shame on you. 20, careful, hold on. 27 to 3 like, go ahead. Was nah, like, I was just going to say, shame on those Tampa fans, man. Because I, I was watching the game and I'm just like, the the doubt and the fear that I could, I could feel over the crowd when, when they were just getting quiet. Oh, my God. Quiet. Versus if I know if that same game was in Gillette. Yeah. When he was playing for us, the, cloud, the crowd would have been litty. Because we, yeah. we would have known. Like, yeah. oh, watch this. watch this.
1: Watch this. Watch this. Watch this game ain't over. Oh, like That's we TB all know. 12 out there. Yeah, we all know. It's, it's just as quick as you got that lead. Mm-hmm. You can surrender it. Yeah even faster at times. And I'm watching it and I'm like, it ain't over. No, absolutely, it's not, not over. Tom has them right and, where and, he wants them, and it's like, yeah, he has them right where he wants them. And, and and I'm feeling like, dog, am I really that indoctrinated into Tom into believing in Tom Brady that I think that like, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel this way? Am I being b- blinded by like what I've seen in the past? Like, no, like, no, it's just like, you know, running it's like, running their way through your dude, body. No, Tom Brady is the I. I told you that when they when they it was like I turned I stopped watching like tracking it Mm -hmm. when it was 13 to 27 Mm -hmm. and it was like five minutes left (laughs) and these niggas (laughs) turned the ball over on downs because they couldn't get the fourth down conversion I'm like all right it's quiet it's over like it's over then all of a sudden I I exited out the game cast I go back in two minutes later (laughs) Not only is it twenty to twenty-seven now, the Bucks have the ball again. Because it's like, and here's the that's thing. Now magic. I know, yeah. Now I know that at the end of the day, that didn't have anything to do with Brady. They strip sacked, fumble, touchdown. No, no, no. Yeah, that's but how that they all had everything. But, to that, with but Brady yeah, that's done. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. It's yeah. like, it's like, yes, Tom Brady did not strip sack anyone. Yeah. He didn't yeah. score the touchdown. But what he does. When you have Tom Brady on your team, he makes the opposing team shook. Yeah. They play absolutely. tight, they absolutely.
0: make mistakes. Yeah. And he makes his now more than ever because now you're watching the watching the dudes on defense going up against him who grew up watching him. Yes, we go back to the Super Bowl in in
1: in, in Atlanta. Well, not in Atlanta, facing Atlanta, and you see here like the 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 NFL film shit after mm-hmm. the top when they had that 28 to three lead, yeah. and them niggas on their <laughs> offense was like, what was they saying? They was like, but that's Tom Brady that's Tom though. Brady. <laughs> that's Tom Brady over there though. I know it seems like yeah, but that's yeah. Tom Brady. If that's anything, the Falcons player saying up. that. The doubt is already yeah. in their brain. Brains, even though they've done everything right. Mm. And then, if you play with Tom Brady, he makes you feel like you can do anything. Mm. He makes you feel like you're never out of the game. There is no just beating up a Tom Brady team and they're going to bow out. You are not because Tom Brady is going to be looking over at you like I need a strip strip sack out of you, Dante Hightower. I need this out of you, fucking Shaq Mason or whatever the hell. The defense feels like they're playing for Tom Brady as well, you know? And if I give him a chance, a sliver, we can win this game because he will take us to heights, bro. Mm. This is Messiah type work, bro. This is born Mm. in a manger, like (laughs) real like Messiah type prophet type shit on a football field. And that nigga, and I don't know what deal Tom Brady struck with the devil. (laughs) I don't know how, what Tom Brady is going to be damned to in the afterlife, but I'm gonna tell you this right here mm. in this realm. <laughs> Cause he lost, but he still won. Yeah. Tom Brady lost, but he still Go won. On. He lost his number. He lost Godwin. He lost AB. He's like, Fournette hadn't played in whatever. He just got him mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And he still was almost able to get the Rams the fuck out of oh, here. Fully healthy Everyone in cool. You know what I mean You got Stafford, You got the end And all that And he still almost Got them niggas The fuck out of here if, if if Todd Bowles Can just run a real Prevent defense And stop Cooper <laughs> Cup
0: For fucking running Free for 40 yards so everybody's monsters Came back You had Todd Bowles Back who, Who's what Head coach of the Jets Before Yeah Head coach of the Jets Those those fears came back to him For what Tom did to him We were was coaching <laughs> over there You had McVay Who still walking around With the demons from No we, Todd Bowles Is his defensive we, coordinator um, From where Um yeah, but I... Oh, I'm sorry. It was the Bucks' defensive. It was the Bucks' defensive uh-huh. Okay, let's take that back then. Yeah. But either way, yeah. all
1: these niggas got beef with Tom oh, low Key. Everyone, yeah. even the people on their team, like yeah. they've all like felt <laughs> <Thought> the wrath. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you know when the de- now the devil's
0: on your side. When the so, devil, everything everything's fun until the rabbit got the gun. So so you started tracking the game, and we said it was when it was 27 to 13.
1: I stopped, yeah, because I was tracking it the whole the whole time. I was okay, I couldn't okay. watch it, yeah. but I stopped when it was 27 to 13, yeah. and they it was five minutes. Stuff in the in the Bucks had just turned the ball over yeah. on da- turned it over on downs. I'm like, oh, all right, now it's quiet. Like yeah. like you now we're talking miracle, miracle, miracle yeah. on top of miracle on top of miracle, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, and then when they get the ball and it's twenty seven to twenty twenty to twenty seven, you know they're gonna tie the game. You they absolutely are gonna tie the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it's like one of them shits. Like you know, like it's um. It's one of those things, so it's like,
0: um, um, yeah, like, um, yeah, it's just one of those. So, um, and so that was uh, the, the third quarterback. Who's the fourth quarterback you were talking about? Oh, all the quarterbacks that lost.
1: Pa, we're recording something right now. Um, um, who was the the fourth quarter? Yeah, I was what like Tannehill, huh? the fourth quarterbacks that lost: Tannehill, Brady, um, Rogers, and um. And Josh Allen. Okay,
0: see. So yeah, that's that a, yeah, on. that's all I was saying. This it's, yeah. is it's, it's, it's. You have you have uh, you have. To, I'm sorry. I'm just getting emotional right now. Thinking about Tom having to bow out. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be rough for him. G- Giselle, leave him alone. All right, <laughs> not the time. Tom's going to need a few days to think about it and figure out what he's going to do. But I know he ain't going out like this. Yeah. He ain't going out like this. So with those those four QBs, and and those are the guys that lost, man.
1: Yeah, we ain't talking about the niggas that the people that won that are still in it. You know, that are still writing...
0: their their stories mm-hmm. of this season. So we have Stafford going up against Garoppolo, uh-huh. and then we're gonna have Mahomes going up against um, Burrow. Burrow. Um, yeah. Let's run through let's run through those four QBs then. So those right. are for that one. Joe Burrows, exact same. Within, black within, people
1: within, black people always throw an S on the end of shit like
0: uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Joe Burrows. <laughs> really though, it's not Burrows is Burrow. no, it's just Burrow. It's Burrow. Okay, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, Joe Burrow. And in the same breath, in terms of everything we said about Josh Allen, you've got it. Mm -hmm. You've got it. Yeah. You've got it, and what it is, with and he's got the weapons. He's got, he's got got the weapons. Yeah, you know, Uh, shout out, shout out to Marvin Lewis. We understand what you're still built, built out (laughs) in terms of a culture. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Them niggas won two playoff
1: games in in (laughs) in
0: two years, and like that, he he couldn't do whatever, man. Whatever. Shout out to Jamar Chase and them boys. What what I love about Burrows is you got to keep in mind this is his second season. Mm-hmm. and really his, yeah, really his rookie season. Really his rookie season. Really yeah. his rookie season because last year he was out all season with the injury. Yeah, like first game of the season or second game of the season he was out. So mm-hmm. you you see a guy out here who's essentially still, still straight out of college, yeah. you know, yeah. in terms of like last time he was on the field doing anything, right? right? Yes. And the way that he could Already command respect on the field, um, not just from you know um, his his own team, but the defense as well in terms of how they play him and everything, because they don't they don't treat him like a rookie quarterback in terms of someone mm-hmm. like the defensive sets they'll go into because he can make throws that. Most guys at his at, at his stage cannot make, mm-hmm. and I watched that myself during the game. Like especially some of his back shoulder throws just like, bro, mm-hmm. how? Yeah, how? Yeah, you know. Um, I guess I got to start paying more respect to these quarterback position, particularly over mm-hmm. these next few years. The same way I've been looking at basketball in terms of like skill sets, right? You know, like this this year's rookie QB is not the type of rookie QB that's that would that came out. You know, let's say. 10 15 20 years ago that was not that was only one in a draft w- once every other once every you know 20. 20- 10-year 10, 10 draft or something like mm-hmm. that. You're coming out with QBs now. You could get someone in the fourth, fifth round that would have been a number one pick yeah. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in terms of yep. talent and skill set, yeah. et cetera, deep, et cetera. It's deep. It's deep. It's, it's deep. deep. And players like Joe Burrows and the way they just play out there is it's it's just amazing. And I'm excited for the kid, man. I like him. He, he yeah. in, in terms of like, in terms of... Uh, just what he does on that field. Yeah. I mean, he leaves, he leads guys out there.
1: Yeah. He's got he's got confidence. He got so and like, and like I was, like I said last time, we were talking about it. It's like, my nigga, like, I beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. I am a na- I was a national champion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I took down Goliath. Like, I played football in, in for LSU. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I went and slayed Goliath. I went and really, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I'm walking in with the way not in the not in the way that mac jones did it in alabama not in the way that like fam i'm him i am him you know what i mean so it's like he has that that swag that confidence and i hate using that word swag but there's you know there's a there's a moxie to him you know
0: what's that word they look intangible
1: yeah there's an intangible like thing to joe burrow that like where these moments aren't big for him. Yeah. He's like, yo, yeah. put me in the dance. Yeah. And there's certain people and we've seen it where it's like we've seen it over the years where you put them in these playoff situations and it's like, I feel comfortable here. Yeah. You've seen Patrick Mahomes, you've seen Lamar Jackson, not so much um homie from Arizona. <laughs> um, <laughs> um which I love him though. Like I think that he's to Was it me Kyler Murray? Kyler uh, Murray. Kyler, Kyler, I think Kyler that. Murray. Yeah. yeah. I think Kyler Murray is I think of the young quarterbacks, I think he is like, and I'm talking about, I'll throw Patrick Mahomes in there. I think Kyler Murray is number two. I think Kyler Murray is honestly, from all, all sliders, I think he's number two. I think he, behind Patrick Mahomes, I, I like Kyler Murray more than Lamar Jackson. I like him more than the Burrows and Allens and stuff like that. I, Allen, I wouldn't really throw in there, but I think he might be in the, even the same draft as Patrick Mahomes. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I see Josh Allen as older. I really don't even know how old he is. Yeah. Um, But watching Kyler Murray from from a straight, like, yeah, quarterback standpoint, he has a lot of the things. He just he had a really bad outing mm-hmm. um this this playoff game, but I think he'll learn from it. I think he'll I think he'll he'll you know bounce back and he's in a really really tough division, a tougher division than most of these these yeah. quarterbacks have to yeah. play in, you know? Yeah. I have to play in a in a fucking division with the 49ers, with yeah. the Seahawks, with the you know um with the Ram, with Rams. the Rams, you know what Rams, I mean? Yeah. So it's like not all these two people that— Am I tripping? Yeah. Three like, teams, three teams in their division made the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, like, them, you know, the
0: Rams and the uh, 49ers and the
1: 49ers and, and, the and the it's Rams like, and 49ers are in the still in it. Like, you know, so it's like seeing who he has to go up against and like losing Deandre Hopkins the way he did. Like in, in, he doesn't have that. He didn't have that security yeah. blanket when yeah. the mud, uh, when them boys were fucking <laughs> bursting through the line and coming at him like fucking Chucky dolls. Yeah. Um, out there running for his life. Running for his life, bro. And he looked bad. Mm. And and he made some stuff that he did some shit that was just stupid. Like really, really bad in that in that game. That wasn't on his line. That was just really bad decisions. But he's gotta learn, mm. you know, and, and that team I think will get, get better. But nevertheless, um, you were saying like about the quarterbacks that that made it. Yeah. Um Yeah, like um looking at Mahomes and and Garoppolo yeah. and and we all know who's at the bottom of that list when it comes to quarterbacks, and it's the 49ers, but um,
0: who do you have? You about to say something? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we all know that the worst is, is going to be um, Garoppolo in terms of the, the the guys who's made it. Who do you think is the best then? The best quarterback left? In the in the conference championships. Between Mahomes, Stafford, Garoppolo, and Burrow.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going Mahomes, mm-hmm. Stafford, mm-hmm. Burrow, Garoppolo.
0: Um, who do you think is going to win? Right now, the Chiefs. Chiefs? I have the Chiefs. Alec, who you got winning? Uh, or, or rank the quarterbacks and tell me who you got winning. Probably the same way check ranked it. Mahomes, mm-hmm. um, Stafford, Burrow, and Garoppolo. And then who I got winning like the Super Bowl? You yeah. Mean? Um... I'll say the Rams. All right. I think the Rams.
1: Do, you, do we both have, do we have the Chiefs and Rams?
0: Do you have the Chiefs and Rams going to the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I'll say Chiefs and Rams. Though. I got, see last night I had Chiefs and Rams uh-huh. going. Mm-hmm. And I had the Chiefs winning. Mm-hmm. But now today, upon reflection, I have the Chiefs and Rams still going, but the Rams winning. Mm-hmm. Against the Chiefs. I have hmm, am I still ranking that the same as well? Yeah, and I'm ranking the QBs the same way you you guys you got you guys are ranking them right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Um <sighs> I now really, that we ranked the QBs, where do we rank the defenses?
0: Ser- I'm gonna put San Francisco number one. The Bengals number two, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to Rams add, three, Chiefs four. Yeah, Chiefs definitely have the worst. That's, yeah, that's, the Chiefs that's have the worst. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last yeah. night showed it. I mean, it? it showed God it. damn! Listen, man, Andy. Reed, damn. Congratulations on another opportunity, but you're you're not that guy on defense. Yeah. yeah. You're not that guy on defense, yeah. and I don't know what it is because you 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 you'll hit it sometimes in terms of hiring the right defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. but you really need to re in that position, yeah, and, and retool it and re staff. Right, it's, it's ridiculous. And go out, out there. there and find some like I some don't know real talent. Like out ever there as since well. Patrick
1: Mahomes has been out there, it's like their secondary has been like their their front seven is is I they got some good rookies, and you saw him get them they were getting at Josh Josh Allen last night. Yeah, it's just they couldn't Josh Allen's too nice. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't get him. Uh, but they would—they sacked them like a couple times. But it was like, but um, and forced them in some 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 bad throws and whatever. But like they. Like they don't have enough, but their secondary has been trash for
0: as long as Patrick Mahomes yeah. has
1: been fucking that quarterback. Yeah.
0: You know, and um, I mean they had was it yeah. uh, Matthews out there, the honey badger he, that plugs right. up and so he, many holes for them, exactly.
1: Yeah. And he got hurt last yeah. night yeah. early in the first quarter, yeah. so that's how that that's how the the like yeah the the Bills' offense is is really great, really great. But yeah. they made them niggas look yeah. like all time. Yeah, they were yeah. breaking records yeah. because because yeah. Tyron Matthew was out. Yeah. You know, no. um, but, I, but I'm sorry. You were saying no. you like you had the you had the Chiefs winning, but now you have the Rams would be yeah. Have the Rams
0: winning mm-hmm. because I think the Rams on offense and defense have it, and I don't I can, I don't believe in the, in teams that uh, well. I should say I believe. I haven't seen too many teams who have a, who who play a better defensive game lose Super Bowls. You know, I feel like defenses usually tend mm-hmm. to win out, whether it's the defense dominated all day and, and kept it uh, kept the team in the Super Bowl uh, to, for, for them to win in the end versus, hey, there was a moment where this team's best weapon is their defense and their defense got that stop to win the game mm-hmm. for, for, for their team. You yeah. know, and, um, and with that said, it's like the the. <sighs> I'm just trying to think about how defense is going to play play into this series because it's like, we're talking all this, we're talking right now about like Garoppolo being the worst QB, but he has one of the better defenses. Yes, You know, so like even my rankings with the defenses right now, I'm not sure about other than knowing that the Chiefs are the worst, mm-hmm. you know. Because um, even the 49ers, man, they got dudes, I mean, t- who's their coach again? He's a junior? Shanahan. Uh, Shanahan, junior, uh, Shanahan out Kyle. there. Like Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. Um, he gets defenses to play for him yeah. everywhere that he goes. Yeah, everywhere that he goes. Yeah, you know. And whoever I think it's like number fifty-four. I don't. I don't know his name, mm-hmm. but he just came back from an ankle injury after the first round. It was out there playing and and hooping for real out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and like that. And that shows me dedication as well because a lot of dudes with the injury that he had in terms of what I read about it, they would be like, ah, yeah. this ain't it. Right. This ain't it right now. You know, it's but he's Fred out Warner there. What are you talking about? Hmm? Fred Warner. I think it's Fred Warner. I, I don't know his name. Um, he he got an ankle injury in the first round when they whooped up on Dallas. Mm-hmm. I remember him being on the sideline. He was out for like the fourth quarter against that Dallas game.
1: Yeah, 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 man! That defense led by fucking. Magabosa and them, you know what I mean? <laughs> like they're 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 for real. Yeah. They're for real, and and they know. Like I'm all about teams that. That's why I have like I don't have the Rams making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I have it. I have it. I have it. A rematch of of two years ago. Mm-hmm. I have it. Chiefs Niners, mm-hmm. and um the reason why is because I I'm always when it comes to football in all situations in all sports the team that I that I've grown to like pick and have confidence in is the people that are very staunch in what they do in situationally mm-hmm. we know exactly what we're going to go to we know exactly how we want our offense to run in these moments mm-hmm. and even in like in the Chiefs that we saw last night like we're talking about like predicting what's about to happen da 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 me personally when I was like when like with how the Chiefs were I thought that game shouldn't even gone into overtime yeah yeah you know what I mean I thought the Chiefs, when they had that last, when, they, when that Tyreek Hill um, play happened, I felt like the Chiefs were going too quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Le- I wanted them to methodically move up yeah. the field, da 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 <laughs> da, and then get it. And then, like, you left the Bills too much time. And yeah. then eventually the Bills left the Chiefs too much yeah. time. But crazy. I knew that the Chiefs had so much confidence that, like, I, we're going to score. It's not about that. It's just how we're going to score yeah, and were, how much time we're going to have left.
0: When they were and, down, I was saying to myself, okay, I'm not even thinking about, I'm not even thinking about, you know, what the Chiefs are about to do right now. Right, I'm thinking about what the Bills are going to do because yeah. they're about to be down four, yes, you know, exactly. <laughs> while the you Chiefs know? Know? are down, you know, for, while, while the Chiefs are down three at the time. So. Yeah.
1: And it's like, and it's like with the, so when it's left with these four teams, who are the two teams that I think are way more confident in knowing this is our team. This is our personnel. Mm-hmm. This is how we do things. Mm-hmm. This is how we win games. This is what, oh, if we're down, this is what we're going to do with yeah. the situational football. This is what we're going to do. It's the Chiefs and the Niners. Even though I do love the Rams, the Rams have a ton of talent on both ends of the, uh, of the field. They've been to a Super Bowl. Of, they've been to a Super Bowl um, and all that. But the yeah. Niners the the um the Niners have as well yeah more recently yeah you know so correct me if I'm wrong. yeah more recently because I'm I'm like flipping those years it was like Patriots Rams and Chiefs Niners that was the year after yeah Chiefs Niners was the year after right so it's like they know a lot of people on that team know exactly what they're doing they the Rams have had the Rams outside of Aaron Donald they are a different team than the one that was in the Super Bowl with yeah. that played the Patriots. Yeah. Ramsey wasn't there. Yeah. OG OB, OBJ, Cup, yeah. um, um, Von Miller. Yeah. Like they, like, um, even Stafford, Stafford, Stafford like this there. is yeah. this is a new team. New team. So it's like there, I don't step with that same confidence when I look at the Rams. Yeah. Like, oh, they were in the Super. Bowl. Like, yeah, they were, but not yeah. a lot of those same people were there. And, exactly. you know, so um, so the way I look at them is just very much like um, a new team yeah. to me, yeah. even though they have the same coach or whatever. So I I think, I feel like the, the 49ers can go in there and do what the 49ers do. Mm-hmm. And have shown me that they do for the past three years. They didn't make it to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the at NFC Championship last year, I mean, a whole yeah. lot of things. But, yeah. like, um, Jimmy Rock, Garoppolo couldn't stay healthy. They were like, blah, 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 blah. Like, he always can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, And whatever. But this is, to me, these are two teams that that got are getting it right again. And they're going to meet in the Super Bowl again. And I think the same thing is going to happen. I mm-hmm. think the Chiefs are going to beat them. Because I don't think Patrick... After Patrick Mahomes lost last year... I don't think that nigga is going to lose. Like, I think the best player yeah. in all these teams is Patrick, Mah- Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and Kelsey and Cheetah, them niggas, they want redemption. Yeah. And yeah. they're not going to let anybody stand yeah. in their way.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and, and with that, thinking about the, the, the impact that was uh, Honey Badger has for them as well, it's, yeah, yeah he might, he's probably the best defensive player in the Final Four in terms of impact on team. You know, outside I, of Ram. yeah, outside of Ramsey. Well, but
1: yeah, but even you're right. Impact yeah. on team. If you yeah. lose Ramsey, that don't mean that yeah. that their defense can't function. Yeah, you know yeah. what yeah. I mean. But but they lose Matthew, game. and, and that's it.
0: Yeah, it's everything. He's yeah. the secondary is done. Yeah, he's the yeah the secondary is the secondary is done, and their front and their uh, front seven, especially at the linebacker position, is um has to make a lot of adjustments because he comes down a lot for for uh, for, for pressure. You know, especially in terms of their schemes when it comes to um, to uh, blitzes and, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah so I'm, you so you have so you have forty niners, um, Chiefs. Chiefs. Y'all have Chiefs Rams. Yeah. Yeah. We have Chiefs Rams. Okay.
1: All right. And y'all both have, and I have the Chiefs winning Super the Bowl. You have the Rams winning the Super Bowl. You have the Rams winning the Super Bowl. I have the Rams Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Okay. So. So y'all are heavy on the Rams where I don't think the Rams are gonna be there. Yeah. You think the Rams are gonna win it at yeah. all, and I don't think the Rams are gonna be there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Definitely. Um we'll we'll see. We'll see fucking <laughs> next week. You know what I mean? We'll run this shit back. Um All right, so I know it's the um the elephant in the room. Mm. Uh do you guys wanna talk Celtics
0: at all? Absolutely wanna, not, but you know, do you wanna, for the people, this is, this show isn't about me, yeah, but what I was right. told, so, yeah, right. Yeah. so us for the so people. what the people
1: demand. <laughs> so what the people demand. Hold on, let me read, let me read, like, interestingly enough, like, let me read this, um, this thing, this, uh, this, this stat for you, actually, mm-hmm. and see what you guys think about it. So we don't have to, like, go into it, like, motherfucking, um, like what do Shout we Shout out what, to what Jason we, though. I heard like, he where did we start? 50
0: last night. Yeah, he did. He dropped yeah. 50, yeah. 51,
1: 51 and 10. Yeah. Um Jalen and Jason are like are the only teammates to ever drop 51 and 10. Yeah, so let's since, break that up. Yeah, oh yeah. They they don't <sighs> They don't play well together. They don't play off of each other. They don't run plays with each other. Like, yeah, which <laughs> shooting guard and small forward do that? Like, you don't see Kawhi and PG yeah. doing that. Yeah. They don't, like, yeah. but they but they are a successful team. Yeah. Like, granted, I hate to compare team motherfuckers to teams that haven't won championships, mm-hmm. but it's like, why does that work? But this is yeah. all of a sudden, I, yo, I could go all day. Yeah. I could go yeah. fucking all day yeah. about these fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's, um, let's... Let me see, let's see what y'all think think about this. Um, boosted boosted by the fourth best defense in the league, the Celtics now have the NBA's sixth best best net rating in January. Mm-hmm. Boston is once again in the top ten top ten scoring margin scoring scoring margin. The reason the reason they're five hundred five hundred remains that they are four and twelve in games decided by five or fewer, twenty in twelve in games
0: decided by six or more to that you say what so ultimately what they're saying is hey this is a really really good team and their record doesn't justify the these stats we have here but a key stat is when the game's close in the end they lose versus if it's a six point difference situation they win
1: yes so all this means is Going back to the bubble. When we started this podcast, Mm -hmm. they were in the bubble, Mm -hmm. right? And we don't even need to. I remember going over stats of when the Celtics lose, they lose close. Mm -hmm. When the Celtics win, they win big. If it comes down to the last few minutes, you can almost guarantee it, we will lose. 100%. And... Nothing has changed. And it's like, and that's why the Celtics, and that's why it gets us to not even want to fucking talk about them because they get us so frustrated. It's not because they're a bad team. It's they're a good team that does one thing terribly. And the one thing that has changed from the bubble to the, to last year to this year is that has stayed the same. But the one thing that hasn't stayed the same is our defense has gotten better and better better Better. yeah and it's like that's exactly what unfortunately that's exactly what ime was talking about that's exactly what ime yudoko was talking about when he took the job he was like when he said that yo sorry sorry brad but like yo our defensive rating was is terrible like i'm gonna get this team to play defense and they are playing defense so for those people that like want to fucking blame ime break up jalen and jason and all that like dog like number one i can tell you don't watch the games yep (laughs) <laughs> and number two, the stats support it. Yeah. The stats support that. No, yeah. you may have these niggas playing defense. Yeah. And another stat is the, the Celtics have the number one rated offense out of a timeout.
0: Yeah. The number one rated offense I'm, out of a timeout in I'm, the league. And I'm very surprised by that stat, but thinking about the games right now, I'm oh yeah, it makes sense. Like, so it's like, it's a mentality
1: thing. And like... Well, that's like it's it it, if the Celtics can simply, simply learn how to close and, and really key in on closing out games, five minute scenario, we're up, whatever. This is the set plays that we run and we trust each other and mainly people hit their threes, their open threes. The Celtics are in the bottom of the league when it comes to three-point percentage. I think we stand as a team at about 33%. Jason Tatum is at shooting 30%. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Brown is shooting 36, 30, oh, 36%. Mm-hmm. So he is above average shooter on our team. Yeah. While Jason is not hitting his threes. As you saw the leading up, he had missed 20 straight threes yeah. until he hit fucking eight, like, hit a yeah. career high eight threes last night. Yeah. So it's very much like the problem with the Celtics is their mentality. Like, when they if, if Jason hits his if Jason hits his clip of three point shots, that would bring up our shooting percentage, our three point shoot, shooting percentage overall. He's shooting a career low, and if he just hits his threes, we aren't this team. And if and if also if we can, we have Josh Richardson shooting over forty percent from three. Yeah, Grant Williams shooting over forty percent from three. At I mean they both are at forty percent. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to figure out a way and I have my ideas, but I would love to hear y'all because I've just been talking for too much. We have to be able to hit our open threes. We have to get these, we need to get Schroeder, Pritchard, um, Neesmith, Langford. Al. Like they have to
0: hit their threes. But I'm sorry, I've been going on too long. So I think um in terms of Directly dealing with the three-point situation, I think one of the issues in terms that drags our overall percentage down um, is we take too many contested threes. The, f- the funny, the funny thing is about that. I don't mean it, the,
1: but it's like we we shoot we shoot not we shoot um, one of the lowest in the league. We already our overall shooting percentage is 33, 33%. percent. We're in the bottom of the league, bottom five of the league. But also our shooting percentage on open threes is at the bottom of the league. Repeat that. Like our shooting percentage overall is in the bottom of the league, but also our open, our shots when they're uncontested is in the bottom of the league. So
0: we take a lot of shots that are contested. No, we miss a lot of uncontested threes. Okay. So we miss a lot of wide open threes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what's the percentage of uh, three points when when they are contested? Um...
1: It's it's bad. And probably not much better. It's not much better, but it's but the problem. But I understand what you're saying. But I'm like the numbers are like even when we have open threes,
0: we're not hitting them. It is a bad three point shooting team, like all. Yeah, all together. You know what I mean. Part of the reason I think that we're a bad a bad. three-point shooting team even though i understand those percentages from what i'm seeing on the court though is we take a lot of contested threes and and so we're missing opportunities to kick it out to guys who are open so even though our open three-point percentage may be low i feel like our open three-point percentage volume in terms of how many open shots we actually take isn't high enough mm-hmm. right um and in particularly it it when it, when it comes to players on the court taking the most contested threes is it's it's um it's Jason. Yeah. You know, and we've seen him hit a lot of those threes, but this season with when I know I have someone on the court with you like Richardson and I don't really see him and Grant on the court together too often, but if but if that's the case when in particular I'm talking about Richardson here, you have to get him that ball. You know, if he's open at the time. And I don't know if it's me having to adjust to what's considered an open shot in in today's NBA, but I feel like if you're taking a contested any type of Jump or any any type of uh, a shot outside of the paint, and you have two players draped over you, and you have the skill set to pass out of that. And I hope you would if you if you because because if, if you're taking those type of contested shots, I hope you got the skill set to get out of them if necessary, right? Mm-hmm. If you have the skill set to, to kick out of that, I want to see you kick out of that, mm-hmm. you know, on this team in particularly mm-hmm. because I feel like our our numbers being down. It could be better because the biggest problem I see with our team is, and it goes back to mindset, is we we see this with a lot of teams, right? Whatever they start doing to win, for whatever reason, they just start going away from that mm-hmm. at some point during the game, it, particularly in the, in the NBA, right? Uh, for some reason, they just start going away from that, and then they let teams back in. Where the Celtics do that is, I feel like for the first two and a half to three quarters, we... There's a concerted effort to try to move the ball, mm-hmm. and as the game gets tighter and tighter, they go away from it. They don't trust each other, and everyone's just going one on one. With that said, I think we have some of the most formidable, formidable one on one players in the league mm-hmm. right now between um, Jason, Jalen, and um, Shooter out yeah. there. Right um, in terms of they could do everything with yeah. that ball, right. you know, whether they're scoring, passing, or whatever. But with but. I don't like how often we go through that. And then at moments throughout the game, it's, and we haven't even got to this part yet, the ridiculous turnovers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, yes, I'll tell you this. Especially in You guys want to keep playing the way you're playing in terms of not sharing the ball enough to my liking? Fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. With this offense, with our defense, we can still win a championship. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you right now, all these games, will. the only reason these games are close because teams get so many more opportunities to score than us in terms of freebies like turnovers yeah you know and just know i'll I, love to see this uh, ugh, just bad i'm just mm-hmm. thinking about some of the silly turnovers we see overseas yeah. like all, all like in some of these games and it's uncontested mm-hmm. uncontested guys just aren't fucking paying attention to each other while the while they're just passing the ball yeah. like just on straight like, inbound errant, or just straight errant the shit diggers, like, yeah it's like come yeah. on what are you doing this is like i won't even see this in college you know mm-hmm. um but Shout out to Yimel though, because in my opinion, I think he's doing a a great job overall in terms of first year coaching assessment. The only thing I'm missing is, for my liking, I don't know how effective it would be. I don't know if if it's it's something I just want to see visually. I just don't want to see him him calling more timeouts and chewing chewing people out in terms of calling because I see him verbalizing it to them. But it's one of those things where it's like I don't know. it's, It's it's. I feel like it's something that this team needs in terms of in terms of. I don't know. Discipline is is, is the right word, mm-hmm. you know, Ball because, discipline. Or, yeah. or or Ball or some, they need some something someone who's gonna hold them more accountable yeah. in a way, mm-hmm. you know. Whether there it's someone from the, on the there needs to be consequence, like yeah, yeah like boy. like we've seen pop call timeouts. And, and remember, I wanted someone off the coaching tree of Pop of me. So I'm had. this is why I'm so happy to have E Man, regardless of everything turns out, even though I'm expecting success, right? But one of the things I like about Pop in terms of his approach was sideline decorum. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, to me, basically the opposite of Brad, which is yeah. something I hopped on a lot with Brad, right? Yeah. And that sideline decorum, while well, it's with the refs, or with the players, they they're, they're both going to be rated a little differently. But with the players, like there needs to be that moment of like, "Yo, this dude's this dude's willing to willing to almost basically sort of embarrass us in a way, mm-hmm. and call, or what's really doing is calling us out on our bullshit on the court." You right, but uh-huh. it's 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 um it's but it is embarrassing in a way. That I guess that's what I'm yearning for in terms of the fanatic side of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's just like, but what I really want is that i want I want to see a more sense of accountability like look y'all keep doing this we keep doing this like what are we doing out here
1: and it's like you know I've seen but it's that's like, con- mm.
0: last thing I'll say mm. is I'd love to have that type of content though like what are the coaches actually saying to these dudes on the sidelines' yeah. a little snippet they'll give us
1: motherfuckers was trying to kill Ime when he when he said another thing in the post in the post game and shit like about like may like criticizes the fuck out of them, mm. you know what I mean openly yeah and People are like, yo, this is the first-year coach. You can't be, you know what I mean? Like you're a i coach. I'm like, we're like, no, nigga, that's mm-hmm. exactly what this team needs, and that's exactly what this team respects. You know, and that's what the fuck they need to hear. So in my brain, I'm like the, I'm the like of the mindset, like that nigga's probably saying worse shit to them. You know what I mean? Like, but but who knows? But mm-hmm. like, you know, it's um, I feel like this team, it's missing, it's missing pieces. It's a mentality thing and the overall roster is missing pieces because of the cleanup that it's because of Al Horford. Mm. It's because of Al Horford and his, his contract. And we're paying Alho for thirty million dollars to be thirty six years old. No disrespect to thirty six year olds. You know what I mean? This year, too. Huh?
0: He's hooping this year too.
1: He's all right.
0: I mean, is he thirty like, million dollars? Hooping? Yeah, is he? That's nah, what I mean.
1: Like, yeah, you ain't thirty yeah. million dollars hooping. Yeah, you know what I mean? So. And it's like, and it's like when you are when you have someone like that on your roster that takes up so much of the cap space. That's fifteen million dollars we could be playing paying to two motherfucking shooters. Yeah, two motherfuckers that like like. Niggas, we were talking about yo, trading for Sabonis, right? Yeah. Sabonis only makes 18 million, bro. Yeah. He made. Nickel, that nigga makes $18 million a year, bro. And we're paying. We're paying Al Horford $30. What's the trade deadline? The trade deadline is, is in February, but it's like the reason why we can't trade Al because yeah, uh, trading Al, getting Al was the whole point. Was that we can which which contract do we think is going to serve us better? Paying Kemba Walker thirty million and paying Al Horford thirty million, and I, and it was the right move. It's it's uh, as we can see, yeah. you know what I mean. But like, cause defensively, we were able to just send right the fuck back yeah, up, yeah. you know? And he, he gives us, Al gives us what he gives us. Mm-hmm. But with that, we're gonna have to fucking walk around with a fucking knife in our side <laughs> the whole time, knowing that we're gonna have to eat this shit for a year. And then next year, he's only guaranteed only almost half of that. You know what I mean? So it'll give us more cap space and it'll be a movable contract, an expiring movable contract, blah, 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 blah. Whereas Kemba's wouldn't have done that. We would have had to buy Kemba out and that still would have been a cap hit against us. You know what I mean? Which OKC clearly could eat. Mm. I mean, we couldn't. But it's like, until we can actually gain that flexibility in the off season to bring in somebody, we can still keep Al. You know what I mean? Because he ain't going to be fucking, you know, we can still keep Al at like 14, 15 million, but we'd be able to now bring in a person that is a bona fide, Like, I don't need Bradley Beal, nigga. Like, I don't need, like, this team doesn't need Bradley Beal. They don't need, no, they need someone that we, that Jalen and Jason know that we can kick it to, and they're going to bury 42% of those threes or those open shots, and they can handle. We don't need them to handle the ball. We got enough ball handlers. We just need you to hit your threes and rebound the ball when you can and defend. You know? And there's plenty of players like that yeah. in the league that do not even command 15 million dollars. Yeah. You know? It's just that we can't even get those guys. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder, we're paying him five million. Yeah. And fucking um Richardson, we're paying him 13. We're paying him 12 million. And he's giving us 40% shooting from three. And he's, he doesn't need to handle the ball and he's giving us defense. You know? And it's like, he's shooting the best 3% percentage of his career with us. And it's like, God damn, <laughs> God damn, man. Like, but I just feel like overall, I feel like with the Celtics and I'm talking a lot, I'm sorry. I just feel like people, it sucks to watch the Celtics mm-hmm. because we are in the middle. This is the number one place you don't want to be in the NBA is in the middle, we can get it we're just we're right there and that's what's most frustrating to watch but i but on the other end i feel like everyone is overreacting they're overreacting to number 1 who the fuck did you think that this team was going to be going into the going into this season did you think like we're a championship team no i did not think we were a championship team going into this year so in number 2 With all the things that's going on with COVID, how it's hit this team and hit every team in the league, the Celtics are, if the Celtics go on a five-game win streak, they jump from the eighth seed in the league to the fucking second Mm -hmm. or first, I mean, in the East. The Bulls that have been killing it, they've lost six, seven of their last eight games. Down a lot of injuries. And And so have the Celtics. You know what I mean, and that's what I mean, a, that's that's a, what I mean a, about like all like I, I. That's why I don't give I don't I don't give the the Celtics a pass for their injuries and COVID and all that, and I'm also not giving those other teams that that those passes either. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, when the Celtics played the Bulls, the like nevertheless. The Celtics are one and one with the Bulls. The Celtics have beat almost every team of the, these motherfuckers that were that are at the top, mm-hmm. with the exception of the Nets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's and that's on both sides of the league, both sides of the of the conferences. So um, they split games with almost all of them. So it's like I'm not giving the the Celtics a credit for credit for injuries and COVID, and I'm not giving the Bulls a, a Bulls an excuse for injury and COVID at the same time. So it's like with all the with everything all accounted for. All these teams in the East are all bunched up, all of them. One of them goes on a five-game win streak; they go from the seventh seed to the two seed. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, and all these
0: teams are pretty much evenly matched. All of them, because no, no one. All of them, and no people
1: are overreacting. People it. are like, "Are like the sky is falling," mm-hmm. and it's like, "Look at the fucking the Celtics. You feel like they're so fucking bad. Look at the rest of the Eastern Conference, yeah. like." I'd understand if the Celtics were 500 and we're the fucking, we're ten, we're eighth in the league, but the, the number one seed is
0: unreachable. Who's the best coach in the league right now? Not in the league. Eastern Conference. Doc Rivers. To me.
1: Cause I cause the, the 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 76ers are dealing with they got 40 million dollars sitting at home on their roster. And that's roster space. I'm not, you know, it's not about the money. It's, it's about roster space. What could you be doing with 40 million dollars? on that team is sitting at home and and is playing like a mvp candidate and the sixers are still just winning they're still playing really good with all of with all of and and i'm with all the sliders all the COVID shit they still no other team in the league got 40 million dollars sitting at home other than the nets i think you know I what i mean but the nets did or they have a half now is
0: that right budenhauser that's his last name the bucks coach the bu- oh Bucks coach, that's the Bucks coach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike Budenhauser or something like that. I would say he's probably the best defensive coach in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Not defensive probably. coach, the best head coach in the uh, Eastern Conference. Tibbs is still the best defensive coach to me. Now, just think about it right now, because what's going what's gonna be the separation come playoff time is gonna be well the coaching then. Yeah, who can get their talent to play it, to play better yeah. and to execute better so that's going to be the difference at the end of the day come playoff time cuz this is the NBA we we got to adjust to is no every team's going to have shooters yep. every team's going to have defenders yep. every team's going to be the same high all this stuff is yep. going to be tall athletic people uh lebron was 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 is, is the is is the first mold yeah. of the of the way that the league is now and it's going to continue to move forward in this direction for a while. Six nine plus can handle the ball, can defend all five positions, it can it can score and get better year in and year out. Mm-hmm. And, like, and and the and the and the and the modern era of it is Giannis. Is that yeah Giannis right now who like, having like, a, having an amazing season, an amazing season. Like, well, we'll see. Like you look at like the Celtics are 20, 24 and twenty four. The,
1: the um, the the Nets are twenty nine and seventeen. The but the 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 Bulls are twenty eight and seventeen. Those are the like the, their range around like those are the top three seeds in the East. And it's like you go on doubt da- like Dallas legit right? Dallas was like playing shitty, mm-hmm. like absolutely shitty. I think them niggas was like them niggers was like under five hundred for a little part of the game. The Dallas won seven in their last eight games. Now they're twenty seven and twenty. And now they're the three seed and the now they're the five seed in the Western conference. Mm-hmm. And that's with like a much bigger gap. Yeah. They're their, their top of their conference is 36 and 9 and 34 and 13. The top of the Eastern Conference is 30 and 17, mm-hmm. 29 and, and 17. And that's another thing too about like how many games have been played, because there's a lot more teams that have, and it will play a, a thing because a lot of teams that had games canceled, they will, they're gonna get. Locked in at the end of the season. Yeah. So if you can get your team together. Yeah. Those other teams won't be playing and you yeah. have an opportunity to just log wins. Yeah. While, you know what I mean? Yeah. While these other teams are, are winding down for yeah. the season, you know? So it's like.
0: So you, can, so you have a better position. It's really going to be an advantage because you're going to see, okay, how many games, what's our magic number now? Yeah. So we know exactly, exactly how many wins we're looking for now. Because It's all about just getting in. Yeah. And um, like the Celtics go, yeah, so. So, well, but last night's game in particularly, like again, I didn't watch it, but some of the key things I'm gonna look for today when I look at some of the highlights later and read some of the articles is Marcus Smart was back. And just seeing our team while he was out, just showed me, just reminded me of everything that he does for us and why he's so important, even though of all the guys who've been struggling percentages aside, I think he misses the most wide open threes out of everyone. Mm-hmm. And, 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 with the volume of threes, he gets to shoot. It's, it's, it's concerning. Yeah. Imagine concerning. if that was someone that shot at a better clip than yeah. him, you getting know, getting that and, open three. And I want to, see, well, one thing I did see, even though we struggled without him, I want to see Dennis starting more games than him. I but, always, I always said, said you yeah. at the beginning of the season like I don't like Marcus Smart starting, yeah. starting. I just and, don't, and I, and I want to give him a shot. And I've seen it now, and because one of the problems that we have in terms of even though he's, it isn't his fault that that at the end of the day we're not moving the ball enough, even though he's our starting point guard. But with the type of decision making when I see Schroeder out there with the starters, I just feel like our offense runs better with mm-hmm. Schroeder. It's faster, it's more attack heavy mm-hmm. because he attacks so much and is, is, a, is a far better just offensive player um, than Marcus. And there isn't that much of a drop-off in terms of the intangibles to me with, uh, of him versus Marcus. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's great to have him back. It's great to have him healthy. And I think... If we could start incorporating him more as our number one guy coming off the bench, that's going to be the type of change that will really help this team in terms of also having a better flow, man. Yeah. Like, cause like record aside, I don't like watching us play. Mm-hmm. I don't like the brand of basketball. I don't like it. And and again, it's it's year one with Emay, so so this is a knock on him. It's just the way that we play, and the and the way I keep watching us lose these games, mm-hmm. and it's and it's like you said, this goes back to. The bubble, you know, and, and, if, and you could even factor in, the, was it the year before um, that we made it to the, to the um, conference finals?
1: No, we didn't. That was the last year with, with Kyrie, and we got eliminated in the second
0: round by the Bucks. Which, oh, yeah, so it was the year before that one then? Um, the year before that, we, we, that was when we were in the Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference, you know, okay, Kyrie okay.
1: wasn't there. And
0: yeah, but that was Kyrie's first year with us. Um uh, Kyrie and Gordon's first year with us right I that was their second that was their second year, their second year. Um, me, ultimately let me, let me, whatever the ultimate other point I'm trying to get to is that we've been seeing these same problems for more than two seasons now right and it's a problem and we need to address it and and just move the ball move the ball more be more sacrifice more that's what we need Players to really be on some look. We every shot should be an open shot because we have the type of talent where trust shouldn't be a factor. Everyone you're kicking it to has proven to me at this point they can hit shots, they can shoot. They could. They just need more opportunities. And no one to me on our team has the right to to be shooting over two people Mm -hmm. if they have the skill set to pass out of that.
1: Like that other night when we were down one against. Um, who, Portland, mm-hmm. and 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 like just certain decision making, and it just makes you want to pull your fucking hair out your head. We're down one against Portland. A few seconds left to either win the game, like take. We're down one, and we have the ball. And what Jason Tatum decides to do was go off the screen, and even though he had a lane to the basket, you know, Stob does a step back three over over um, Nurkic, yeah, we're playing Portland, and pulled, does a step back three down one. And it's just like, you know, yeah, man, I, there's
0: just, um, there's just moments like that, huh? Question, right, when they, when they make, that's how I get so upset when they make those type of shot attempts, even in the first quarter. It's, I don't want that, that my hero ball shit. Yeah. That hero ball shit.
1: Yeah. And and, you know? that, and that's the other thing. It's like, it's like oh, the, oh, the other reason why, like, I'm like, yo, like if motherfuckers really watch basketball, like this ain't new. Like I've yeah. seen teams do this. Like yeah. the Celtics did this. The old, old 2010 Celtics did this shit. They would blow fucking leads yeah. all the time. Yep. yep. And sometimes, they, most of the time, they would still just win the yeah, game, yeah. but they would blow yeah. fucking leads, yeah. and they wouldn't close the way we know they can close to a point where, like that shit we talk about when Phil Jackson said in Game Seven, yeah. like, "Yo, this team, we down thirteen, but yo, this team blows yeah. more teams, blows more lead than any team in the league." <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a mentality Haunting thing. Haunting words. Like yeah, it's a mentality thing. Like the offense gets stagnant because it's rotations. It's like it's like when that when that when we lost that game to Portland, we were up, I think eleven with like seven. That time when they said yo, we went like like seven minutes without scoring. And what happened was is, long story short, Peyton Pritchard needs to be on the court. The reason why he needs to be on the court because the biggest issue with our with our team, especially down the stretch, is with spacing. Mm-hmm. We space horribly because they know that teams locked down in the zone in the fourth quarter, and they know that motherfuckers are not going to hit open threes. Mm. They're not going to hit their open shots. And that's why they when they double check. They know that they can double Jason. They can break the zone, double Jason, because you know Jason is gonna take the ball and dribble it too much. And there's this spacing is gonna because Jason's gonna move from from one side of the court to the other side of the court, which forces everyone to move around. And they know that at the end of the day, these people moving around the, the perimeter, the only one that's a real threat to hit a three is JB in this situation because he's the only one that will just if you pass it to him, he will just pull up and shoot. Everyone else, they will take it. Think about it. And then, you know what I mean? Like, like.
0: Too much hesitancy.
1: It's too much hesitancy. Oh, it's not free. It's not flowing and all that shit. And Peyton Pritchard, we got that lead in the fourth quarter because Peyton Pritchard was on the floor and they had to respect him. Yeah. They had to respect his shot when it's shooter, And when it's especially Marcus Smart handling the ball, yeah. they don't have to respect his shot yeah. at all. You know, and Peyton Pritchard ain't going to turn the ball over. He ain't gonna try and do too he he dribble dribble a little too much but at the end of the day he knows we he's the only motherfucker that he that that off the dribble can hit this 3. Yep. Can get to the basket at will. Yep. You know what I mean? Rotation wise that's my only beef that's my biggest beef with the Celtics is Marcus Smart should be coming off the bench and Payne Pritchard needs to be on that floor more yep. than he is. Yep. And fucking play Aaron Neesmith, man. Like he ain't gonna get better shooting if y'all don't even let him on the on the fucking on the on the court. And we showed last year that the more he was on the court, the better he shot. Whatever, man. We don't we don't have a good enough record to be to be having Aaron Smith on the on the fuck and Peyton Pritchard on the bench as much as they as much as they as much as they are. And that's the only thing. If there was one thing that Brad Stevens would would that I wish Brad Stevens would say to Ema is, though they need to play, yeah,
0: make time for them. They need to play. Make the time for them. Yeah, and I agree. They're both. With their skill sets on offense and defense, they're needed out there. I love them both. I mean, and I'll even throw Langford out there. The only thing about Langford Of course, Langford plays. Yeah. Like, for the most part. Even with Langford, um, it's—he—I'm just happy to see Langford out there. This is first is I think this is first season where he's really been like healthy for us cuz I'm seeing him a whole lot more and I love what I'm seeing. It's I it, just seeing what, the level that he's at right now, I'm thinking to myself like damn, it feels he healthy. He could probably be our number one guy coming off the bench because between him Pritchard and and Nee I think he's the guy who's most starting five ready in terms of talent, you know. But Pritchard still has the highest the higher upside than 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 um him him to me. Just by his, his position alone, he's a point guard. Yeah, by, by the fuzzer bringing that ball up a whole lot more.
1: Yeah, man. Good, good luck to the Celtics, man. With like, we got, we got, um, we good got, good
0: luck to David Ortiz getting into the Hall of Fame. The, the, oh. the, the, the decision's gonna be coming out in the next few days. He should be first ballot, better be first ballot, but fuck yeah, New York. Don't play, don't play, me nosy. Man. Don't play me. Um, the Celtics'
1: next four games to end off January. We have um, we have um, these are all winnable games, every single one of them. Um, We have the Kings on Tuesday, the Hawks on Friday, the Pelicans on Saturday. So it's back to back. We're going to be in Atlanta and then in New Orleans the next night. And then we round out January Monday in Boston versus the Heat. The Heat right now have been playing great. They're the number one seed in the East right now. So you think we can we can go three and one? I think we we'll go four or zero. No. I think we can, but I, the, the, we'll I don't know if we will. Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, seriously. So yeah, that's it, man. It's good to be back, man. I'm glad. To see, I'm happy to sit, sit down with y'all again, um, and get it under an, get it under an hour and a couple of minutes. You know, um, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Um, thank you guys for listening. Cool.